Normally, when I start off the Scotty Mac with Cheese podcast, I'll have my cheesy music going, you know. And, well, and as, as I did where the Star Trek versus Star Wars argument, I, I did the last one. This one is a little different, and this is a reason why I didn't include it, uh, the music, because this is a little bit more of a serious subject. When it comes to emotions that are going on and continue to go on because of the COVID-19 pandemic. So before we go there, I wanted to do a special shout out to Mark Bergeron of Auto Ad. You know, somebody that is a, a car dealer, general manager, sales manager. This is a, a great guy to talk to because he understands marketing. He understands the mix, the media mix that is important that will include digital, which is the new sexy brand that uh, so many dealers are going after. But he doesn't believe in one size fits all. It's always a custom fit. Mark Bergeron, been around for a while, has many successful stories. AutoAdInc.com, Mark at AutoAdInc.com. Okay, let's get into this and what I have personally discovered and uh, what the CDC has come out with. And this is important stuff. In fact, the um, CDC came out with this article just to a little more than a week ago, so it's fairly fresh. And uh, the emotional side of COVID-19 and and the stress that is being created, and sometimes we're not talking about that. I mean, we can see it in social media. Very few people are saying, you know, I'm really stressed. Not many people are being that honest, but deep inside, they are dealing with it. Pretty good chance. Uh, The fear about what could happen on the inside. And you're keeping the emotions inside anyway, so that's never a good thing. But this is happening in adults. And one group that we don't talk about that much is children. The fact that, okay, when are we going to school? In EBR, there's a new update every day. There's more emphasis on whether or not they're going to play sports. My son's a basketball player at Woodlawn. And, you know, they don't think that any football is going to be played. At this point, I think all of the fall sports have been canceled in EBR. Uh, If it goes through the holidays, maybe kicks back up uh, a little later on. Basketball may have a shortened season, but that's today. Everything could change. So just that uneasiness about what could possibly happen, that's going to increase stress and anxiety. And parents having the kids home more, that definitely (laughs) comes into play. So uh, we understand the need to reduce the spread of COVID-19. A lot of people fight about this on Facebook, whether to mask up. Uh, I've, I've seen several friends on Facebook talk about the, the component of a, and I don't get this, a conspiracy that some people are using COVID-19 to have some sort of an agenda. What they're missing out on and if you ever run into my bonus daughter, Lacey, who is a ICU nurse at one of the hospitals in New Orleans, you will get a sermon, strongly worded sermon, if you are saying anything about why you're never going to get a vaccine, I never wear a mask and all of that stuff, you're going to get a sermon. I'm just going to, whether, <laughs> whether or not you agree, you are going to hear those words because the numbers don't lie. You can argue this six ways till Sunday, but it's still going to have numbers associated with it. So just kind of keep that in mind.
All right, let's talk about the stress. Uh, and and this could be a, applying to you. And see if this sounds familiar. The stress would include fear, worry about your own health. Will you get this thing? Will you not get this thing? Will your loved ones get this thing? My wife and I are caregivers for her daughter, uh, who's had, she's been in a wheelchair for like 20 years because of a hemorrhagic stroke. So obviously she is in an at-risk category. And under the same roof, we're caregivers for my 93-year-old mother-in-law. So yeah, when people ask, I had one guy ask me, he said, oh, you know, that mask thing is not important. That was not the right thing to say to me. I said, oh, really? Okay. Well, let me tell you what I got at home. And when I said I had a 93-year-old mother-in-law there, he kind of shut up. So here's the, here's the lesson in there, and I, I know I'm just taking a, a brief detour, but please hear this. You will never know what a person is going through. What you're doing when you're passing judgment is you're giving a perspective that is totally yours and plugging it in to somebody you don't have any idea what their situation is or, or what they're going through. And a friend of mine said, <laughs> this may sound harsh, but it does fit. And a lot of my friends on Facebook say, it is this way and no other way. And if you don't believe me, well, especially if they don't believe that COVID is as serious as it is, those people are ignorant and proud of it. I didn't invent the saying. I just thought it applied. So let's get back to the stress beyond fear and worry, uh, whether or not you're going to get this thing. It also goes to your financial situation. I just saw when I walked by the TV screen heading out the door, you know, it just had the news on and they had a graphic below said 1.3 million people, more people have filed for unemployment. You start to think about people that had lost their jobs. I mean, I'm in, the, in that boat like so many were. And you just, maybe you're a person that never lost a job before. Your skill set was like way up here for what you did. And then all of a sudden, the company had to make some tough decisions, and you were on that list, and there you go. Maybe you are on the, the list to receive a salary reduction. Many people lost salaries uh, over that time period where the quarantine was implemented. Some people got fortunate and were able to work from home with no any sort of an adverse adjustment to salary, but that wasn't a lot of people. And so you got all of that going in people's minds. So you think about that, think about that next gig you want to get. What am I going to do in this industry that I'm in, for example? Nobody's budging that much. That's there in play. Some people worry about the loss of support systems that you rely on, the services. And, you know, we have that here. We have some help for Erica that comes in and also my mother-in-law, but those uh, resources have been cut. And we just uh, heard from the state that additional resources for Erica that were approved, uh, we get the word back from the state that says, well, we just don't have the money. And I'm sure it's not just Erica, but that's going around. So that adds stress to it. You have changes in eating patterns. 
and sleep. You know, eating patterns, everybody jokes about the quarantine 15 that people are having added to their waistline. But uh, that's part of the deal that deals with stress. It is for me. I, I stress eat. And I knew that every time that LSU football was on TV, I'd <laughs> super stressed eater. Now, on the sleep side, this is, this is something that is going to have an adverse effect on your health. If you're not sleeping regularly, everything else kind of goes by the wayside. It can affect everything from uh, concentration to trying to remember where you were when you went into the room. What did I come in here for? What did I open this cabinet for? Yeah, I, I was thinking about, okay, so am I going into dementia it, I still think of myself as a, a youngster, but I'm getting to be an older adult. So when I do, and I guess my only problem with sleep has been that I've been waking up too early. And so on the front end of the sleep, I'm okay. But on the back end, uh, it, it's getting interrupted. If you have chronic health problems already, this stress can affect your ability to fight off disease. And it's not just COVID. It's some of the other things that can happen. From pollen in the air, we had that Sahara dust that was outside. Um, with people who suffer with depression, and it's surprise, I'm just going to be real with you, it surprises a lot of people that have heard me on the radio for so many years and have listened to the podcast and know me that being kind of a optimistic, friendly guy doesn't, if you listen, it doesn't sound like I'm having a bad day, but deep down inside, I struggle with depression. And fortunately, I'm doing things from a health standpoint to help. Well, it's what my counselor refers to as coping skills. It's always very important to keep that in mind if you have mental health conditions. And sometimes if you do, you got, and this is the reason why you have to make sure you're taking your medications, make sure that you're doing the things to take care of you and you have your coping skills. Because some people that don't do that properly will self-medicate. Now, some of that will include smoking and people that uh, do the alcohol. That's, that's, a, that's a big one. And that can often lead to abuse. Family is already under stress. Maybe you've lost a job. Uh, you're thinking about the take-home pay. Maybe it's a drop in the stock market. You're thinking about your retirement. Oh, my goodness, look what's going to happen. Am I going to be able to pay my mortgage? And it's not just the time that the mortgage companies will look the other way and say, okay, you just pay that on the back end. It can certainly add to it. And the social isolation is also on the list, and I think it's important. By the way, if you go to the CDC website, they uh, they will have this article for you to see. I just sort of picked the uh, the stuff that I think is important for this discussion. Hard, it is really difficult for people to deal with depression and suicidal thoughts to have that mixed in with COVID nineteen not only in fear, but uh, the isolation that is going on. And they talk about this a little bit on, in the media and on television, but it's especially hard on retirement home residents, people in nursing homes because of health precautions. 
they've been denied the regular contact that they were used to all along. There's a certain loss of community. People have to deal with that. They, uh, they've lost maybe a part of a church where some of those services that they were used to going to, they don't really have an opportunity to do that anymore. The community, social events, after hours uh, get-togethers, uh, bars, people going to the—we had that problem here in Baton Rouge at Tigerland, and they had all those bar participants. And not to just judge young people on this issue, everybody kind of had this need to say, okay, it's been three and a half months or four months. Now it's time to go enjoy life because we saw the downward turn of the cases I got to tell you, maybe your voice was the same as mine. Well, when this thing first started, I kind of looked at it as like a flu thing. And the flu thing is it's high in the winter months and then it slacks off when the weather gets warmer. Well, what we've learned here with this new spike, that ain't the case with COVID-19. So that adds to stress. And you want to go out and see your friends and want to go out to a party or a wedding, just so many things that are happening. Now, here's one that uh, people don't really think about. Think about this, the barriers to mental health treatment. Remember the rules that unless somebody was in a dire medical situation, they uh, were not going to be on the priority list to get treatment. Well, mental health is a big deal. And so while those primary care facilities were cutting back on mental health cases, and since they haven't been given the same priority, the result, now people are trying to do the positive things on their own, particularly those who are not really sharing their feelings or connecting and reaching out to somebody saying, I have this issue. Now, first of all, if you do, please do uh, find a friend and I guarantee you they will want you to have help. Just so you know, and I, I read this somewhere, I, I wish I could remember where, but the suicide hotlines and those services that are available to those struggling with mental issues, uh, the phones have been a little bit uh, overworked. So uh, you can get that kind of, even though they've, uh, they've hired some more people well, for the phone in Baton Rouge, they've got more uh, lines that are available, but uh, the online help is there. So don't forget about that. And this pessimism in the media, my goodness, you know, it, it, it happens no matter whether you're watching CNN, uh, MSNBC, Fox News, everybody's got a political angle to this. There's so much pessimism. Then, you know, they'll have the doctors on talking about uh, Hey, we gotta we gotta mask up and stay safe and stay isolated even longer for the rest of this year. Nothing is ever the same. Uh, I was talking with the guy that came out to repair our Uverse. Uh, we had a problem with a cable, and you know we're th we're both Saints fans, and we were talking about it, and then we're trying to figure out okay, how is this gonna look? Hey. I said, as long as my signal is good and as long as they're carrying the NFL, I, I'm happy. But what is dominating media right now, and this is just my theory, what is dominating the movie, uh, the movie, because <laughs> it is a movie, I guess, 
what is dominating the media right now, since I guess we don't have sporting events. So you've got more Democrats and more Republicans and more people that are libertarian, and they don't want any of the government to tell us what to do, but we want the governmental services, and then there are people that are making it political. There are already people coming out, some of my Facebook friends, talking about the vaccine conspiracy. Really? (laughs) I'm just sitting there going, I'm shaking my head. It's given, and this is my theory, it's given so much more ammunition to conflict, and I attribute it to COVID-19. Not all of it, but the intensity, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, because we're already dealing with the pandemic, and this being added to it, just depending on where you, what you personally believe, it seems to be amplified more. Not to take away anything from your personal beliefs at all. It, it's the intensity of how you feel. And I tie that to COVID. That's just what I believe. Okay, so you've heard all of the negatives about it. Let's talk about what you can do to take care of yourself. When you've got some of the facts that come with depression, you may suffer from severe anxiety, bipolar depression. It's difficult enough to relate to other people if you're already struggling with that. Add to it with COVID-19. Well, first of all, if you're on some sort of treatment plan, stay on your meds. And if you think that your symptoms are getting worse, you need to call your doctor or counselor. Even if they can't see you, many of them are doing the, um, the televisits. So be, don't be afraid to take those because you can still see that person in front of you. Some healthy ways to cope with the stress. You need to know, first of all, let's talk about the disease itself, COVID-19. If you think you are sick, you need to contact a health professional and get the treatment started. You got to know where to go for the support services and you need to know where to get tested. Uh, If you go to the, uh, well, in East Baton Rouge Parish, it's any of the parishes and counties across the nation. They have very similar things about how you can get tested. List at brla.com slash coronavirus. Now, they've got several testing sites. A couple of ones that I did happen to see for Lake After Hours, they had a couple of locations, one on Perkins and the one at 3333 Drusilla, both of them. They do not require an appointment, no referral. You get tested for all patients, and they have drive-through available. Next up on the list, (laughs) take breaks from watching, reading, or listening to news stories. And especially on some of the news channels, whether it's CNN or MSNBC or Fox News, you'll have talking heads taking positions, and making things about COVID, putting a spin on it. Now, you know, they do report the facts and the numbers. Those are the things you're supposed to be paying special attention to. It's when people start to offer their opinions about what could happen. I'll just back up to when people were saying, 
I can't even remember the name of the guy who said it, and I'm sure he is kind of one of those guys that say, please don't remember me, who said that the COVID-19 outbreak would be over probably in about a month when it was this uh, COVID isolation or quarantine came about. And as you know, that turned out not to be true. So you have to be careful about what you're listening to from a mental standpoint. You know, it just, it gets a little much. It it can be upsetting, especially if you're saying like you like to watch the news before you go to sleep. I've gotten to the point where I can't do it because I'm all wound up. Whether I agree or disagree, my brain is kind of going through those scenarios. Take care of your body. Meditate prayer. I love my quiet time when I'm able to pray and just open up to God. He's there to comfort and guide. I I just don't say it as an opinion. I just know it as a fact. Let's talk about the quarantine 15. Have you put on a little weight? Well, here's a chance for you to right that ship a little bit, eat healthy, well-balanced meals. I lean on the uh, carboholic side. So uh, balance in with the vegetables and the protein and, you know, make that a point. And yeah, you can give yourself a reward for having a balanced meal. Exercise regularly, even if it's not at the gym. I even got into power walking because I really didn't have the legs or the uh, knees to go jogging. Well, what's been a pleasant surprise to me is the more that I did that, my knees seemed to get stronger. And now I can do about 30% of a slow jog to the power walking. So that's just something that helps with the endorphins. You don't have to do over an hour. You can do 25, 30 minutes a day, and you don't have to try and tear up the record book with the time. Got to get plenty of sleep. Diet will help that, but just being able to relax and let be mindful of sleep. Don't worry about getting it. Just get your rest. And if it's been a tough day, avoid too much alcohol or drug abuse, uh, drug use, because use can turn to abuse in a hurry. Also on the list from the CDC, make time to unwind. You know what we did here in our family? We, well, first of all, we wanted to play Monopoly because we were sitting there going, okay, well, we don't want to watch another movie, Netflix. We'd been watching that. Here's something we can do. We didn't even know where the Monopoly game was. So after a search, we found it, and we had a chance to play. My wife won like crazy. Got all those hotels up. It was kind of ugly, but it was fun. So doing things like that, a friend of mine, I saw uh, just a really intense jigsaw puzzle, and they put it on Facebook. We did it. (laughs) See, they weren't doing that before. So it's a real good connection with the family. And it's not just connection with the family. You can have connection with others. Because there's a pretty good chance if you're expressing your concerns about how you feel and how this is affecting you, you ask your friends how they are feeling. You can back message them on Facebook with Messenger. It's a good way to build strong friendships By going just, you know, maybe you were on the superficial side of friendship. You like this person, but here's a chance for you to go deeper and develop a stronger relationship than you had before. And this will last long beyond the pandemic. That'll that'll last a lot longer than that. Connect with your community or faith-based organizations. That is on the list. If you get beyond yourself out there, there are several of these groups that are out 
and in public doing help for people that need it who otherwise couldn't get it done on their own, yard work or special uh, distribution of food. Now, everything's socially safe as far as distance and everybody masked up, but when you see other people and their need, there's less focus on you. And then you're encouraged by the feeling that you get. I mean, giving of yourself feels good, and nothing will do a, a number to improve any sort of depression or uneasiness or nervousness or stress than having to help somebody. And know the facts um, about what's going on with COVID. Stop the rumors. If you see something on Facebook that's not true, I know you can get into fights with people. Either you address it right then and there, or you just realize this is not fact. Understand the difference between fact and fiction. Do your homework and take care of yourself. I'm looking in this mirror right now, and I'm saying it like that. Take care of yourself, pointing with every word. Hope you take that down and uh, take it with you, because we will get through the pandemic together, but it's always a good idea to take care of you. I'm Scotty Mack, Scotty Mack with Cheese Podcast. We'll talk to you again real, real soon. Stay safe, mask up, and stay healthy.